0: Welcome to episode 13 of Expecting Rainbow, a podcast about navigating through life after pregnancy or infant loss. I'm your host, Justine. March is Pregnancy After Loss Awareness Month, and today I'll be sharing a little bit about my TTC journey and what it's like to decide to get pregnant again after loss. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in today. I'm just going to jump right in and say that the past week, actually the past month, has been a roller coaster of emotions. Um, We celebrated Everett's first birthday, my grandma passed away, Will and I have been house hunting, and a couple weeks ago I got my IUD out. Will and I have been discussing on and off about expanding our family, and it's a scary conversation to have. I don't know if other lost parents feel this way, but to me, the conversation isn't as simple as whether or not we should have another baby, but it's also, are we ready for the possibility of another non-living baby? When I was pregnant with Everett, a lot of people told me that the chances of having another loss was very small. And first, I recommend to be really, really thoughtful and careful before you say this to someone. It might have been true, in my case specifically, because my body was supposedly healthy and the doctors didn't find anything wrong from Stephen's autopsy. But you know, the rate for babies being stillborn is also very small. So just the fact that the possibility is out there and the fact that I've already lived through it once, that's enough for me to feel anxious and worried. I've also known and met other moms who have had multiple pregnancy losses. And when you've lived through the worst reality ever and see it happen again to others, there is no way to feel like it couldn't happen again. It's as they say, if you know, you know. It's also funny how small actions in my daily life catch me off guard and turn into a lot of anxiety over getting pregnant again. I was pouring myself a cup of water the other day and thought about how I had drank so much water during my last pregnancy and then I thought to myself oh if I get pregnant again I'm gonna have to be better about drinking more water and suddenly the thought of getting pregnant again gave me a panic attack and I just started crying because I had somehow in just a split second felt convinced that my next pregnancy is going to end in another dead baby. Even just saying that out loud and telling the world that this is what's going through my head, it's scary because I don't want to speak it into existence. You know what I mean? What if it happens? I will probably blame myself. But I wanted to share this because I've also realized this is just a normal part of my thought process now. It's not just the anxiety and fear of losing a baby, but it's a lot of technical stuff too. When I was pregnant with Everett... I created a separate email for all the baby email lists because I knew it would be easier to just never sign onto that email again rather than try to unsubscribe from them in my normal email. I put down my parents' address for a few mailing items because I didn't want random formula showing up at my house in case I didn't come home with a living baby And any baby items I did buy went in a big black storage box that could easily be thrown in the attic in the event we found out the baby had no more heartbeat. So basically, not only was I afraid of the worst thing happening in this pregnancy, but I was also prepared. We had a plan for the worst thing to happen again. How weird is it to plan? for your baby to die while also expecting them to live. I miss the days of Stephen's pregnancy when I was so sure that everything was going to be okay, that he was going to be born safe and sound. I even remember saying those words But man, I also think back to how naive I was, and I ended up being so caught off guard the moment we found out he died. I felt so stupid for trusting that everything was going to be okay, only for everything not to be okay. How can I go back to those days of confidence and reassurance when I've already held a dead baby in my arms, when I know what it's like for my baby to die. During Steven's pregnancy, nine months did not seem so long, but after Steven died, nine months suddenly seemed like an eternity. There were single days that felt like an eternity. Deciding to expand our family by having another baby is scary, And even now, having gone through a pregnancy with a living baby, my confidence still feels shaky. I know that all of my babies are worth it. They are worth the time and energy it takes to grow them and love them and dream for them. But my heart feels so fragile There are times when the wound from Stephen's death still feels so raw and so open and so fresh. When we were deciding to get pregnant again after Stephen died, there was a part of me that felt like I could not do it. I've been told so many times how strong I am to have gone through Stephen's death, but the fact is I did not choose to be strong. I did not choose for this to happen to me. No one would choose this to happen to them and there are some days when I don't feel very strong and all I want to do is lie in bed, cry, and do less than the bare minimum. So thinking about going through another baby death, I often ask myself, do I have the strength to go through that again. Because what will happen to me and to my family if I'm not strong enough? It took a lot of mental energy to decide to get pregnant again. And for me, I thought to myself, if I'm not trying again now because I'm too afraid, well, I'm always going to be afraid. And Stephen taught us that tomorrow is not guaranteed. So if I know I want to grow our family and fear is the only thing stopping me right now, then I'm not going to let it stop me. I know this mantra won't work for everyone, but it's what helped me to make that decision to try again. I thought maybe the decision this time would be a little bit easier after having a living baby, but I think it might be the opposite. In some ways, it's a little bit more complicated because now I do have a living child and I can't afford to fall apart and not be there for him if our next baby doesn't live. If you are deciding to get pregnant again after experiencing the death of your baby, maybe you have had some of these thoughts too. I would love to hear from other parents on What your thought process was, or what helped you to decide to get pregnant again, or what other paths you decided for your family to grow. If you haven't gone through loss, I hope sharing a little bit of the decision-making chaos in my brain provides a glimpse of the mental process. Not even to go through pregnancy after loss itself, but even just preparing to try again. If you would like to share about your TTC journey, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to share your story through expectingrainbow.com or by leaving a comment on this episode at expectingrainbow.com episode 13.